Hello everyone, Katie Ganderton here, also known as Tenacious Kate, and your host of this podcast. This podcast is about being tenacious in all aspects of our lives, and there is nowhere else I would rather be. I have left my full-time career as a dental hygienist to become a stay-at-home mom with multiple residual income revenues, being a keynote speaker, and going after goals I want and living out life on my terms 10 years later, and now getting to teach that forward so that you can embody tenacity and stop staying in that comfort zone. This podcast is for you. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another amazing episode of Rise with Tenacity. My name is Katie Ganderton, also known as Tenacious Kate. And I have another amazing guest here with us today. And her journey is nothing but spectacular. And I think we're going to have some amazing listeners being able to connect with what Risa is saying today. And so if you are brand new and you're watching our episode, welcome. Our goal on this podcast is really for you to just listen, take in the story that's being told, and hopefully you'll be able to connect with one of our guests on this show that is either walking alongside you or maybe just in front of you, and you can walk in their footsteps and relate to what it is that they've gone through to get to the success that they have today and have risen with tenacity and overcome all of those um, objections that we have. And so um, today, our guest is no stranger to the network marketing or direct sales industry, and I'm excited to bring her on. Her name is Risa Garrett. She has generated a six-figure income in network marketing. She's learned how to identify and develop leaders and has a passion for helping others experience the community and opportunities within the network marketing industry. Risa loves helping women unlock their potential, creating a life and business that they love, all from the convenience of their phones. With her expertise, she provides invaluable coaching and support, empowering others to achieve their goals. And when she's not building her business or coaching her team, you will find her soaking up quality moments with her loved ones, traveling or hosting the next family dinner. So please welcome everybody, Risa Garrett, to our show. We are so Hello. glad to have you here today. Oh, I'm super excited. Thank you so much for the opportunity. This is going to be really fun. I think it's going to be fantastic. And I've loved getting to chat with you just before this and getting to know you a little bit better. And, you know, you guys are today, if you're listening, one of the focuses I think we'll talk about today is pivoting and, and being okay with pivoting. Um, because there's a lot of, I don't know if I'd say maybe stigma or a fear around not having success in one place and thinking that's going to transfer over to another place and you're not going to have success somewhere else. And, you know, Risa is a prime example of, of, of pivoting with success. And so um, I want to just jump right in, Risa. I would love to know where did all of this start for you? I mean, we can go back to before you even got into the industry to how you pivoted to where you are today. Okay. Oh gosh. That's such the, you know, this is like always so fun to think back way back in the day, <laughs> you know, 13 years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, my career was at Microsoft. So I had a corporate, like a traditional kind of corporate job. It was a great job. And, um, we had our first baby, our son, Andrew, who is going to be 20 next month. So he, um, came into the world and I decided that I was going to go back to work. Um, like I know so many women, moms and dads do, and it was just financially, it just felt like it was the right decision for us. And so I went back to work and, um, you know, experienced the working mom mode, you know, and then after our daughter came three years later, 
that was when it was like, okay, we're done with this. I'm going to stay home with the kids. And that was really like, I was so passionate about that. I just always wanted to be a stay at home mom, but there's a lot of like fear involved in walking away from a paycheck that is, you know, benefits and 401k. And I mean, I had a really great job, you know? Um, and so it was like, okay, how are we going to make this work? And my husband and I just looked at each other and we're like, just going to figure it out. And there's going to be some sacrifices and that's going to be okay. You know? And so fast forward as the kids, you know, got a little bit older. I think that our daughter was maybe two years old and I kind of fell into my first network marketing business. I loved these little kid clothes. They didn't have a sales rep in the Washington state. It was based on the East coast. And I was like, yeah, like this sounds kind of fun. You know, I'll hopefully, you know, I'll have something that's just kind of fun. You know, I'll be kind of playing with clothes, meeting new people. And then how cool if I can just cover my kid's wardrobe, you know, like break even with my paycheck. And, um, I loved it. And then I moved on to a, another company and, um, you know, kind of decided that I wanted something that appealed to a larger market. You know, it's like we take what we like and then we kind of move on. And yes. um, eventually, you know, fast forward 13 years, I'm partnered with a global health and wellness company. And I love that. But, you know, I've been party plan. I did, you know, in home, I did online parties, you know. And so what I've loved about it is that I think there's kind of a phase and a stage for so many different things in our lives. And, um, I, now that I think back, I like, can't imagine had I not kind of just said like, yeah, I'll give it a try and see what happens. And that's kind of how things worked for me for really, like, I would say the first like five years of my business, I didn't have really big expectations or goals. I was just doing it for kind of the personal development and the little money and, you know, to kind of see if I could do it. And, um, once I linked arms with somebody who really developed me, that's kind of when everything changed. So I love that, but I love that, you know, when you talk about the person that's afraid to step away and it's, a, it is a real fear. I mean, I, cause I've been in that same boat myself and I, I truly think it took me a solid year once I had retired myself from dental hygiene to, to even grasp how to be that stay at home mom or to even structure my, my life around it. Totally. You know, it's like, cause you're so, you're so structured to mm -hmm. going completely unstructured and it was a real big shift, but then even to take that step beforehand to say, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm walking away from that what, what most people think is as a security blanket, even though it actually is almost that it kind of holds you back from really being able to step into a whole different, I, what do you want to even say? Like energy of yourself or to mm -hmm. see what you really have under all of those layers and what you're totally. Yeah. Yeah. I always say like, I think this is a personal development business, you know, like yeah. it really requires you to figure out what's most important to you and what makes X, Y, and Z worth it. And I mean, you have to be, um, willing to kind of get uncomfortable and stick with it. If you want to see real success like that, that is, I think the biggest, you know, when people say like, Oh, what's your piece of advice? I'm like, just don't quit. <laughs> like, you know, armor up, don't quit link arms with somebody that 
you know, has got your back and is going to kind of pull you along, you know, gently when you need a little pull, you know, and kind of prop you up when you need that, because most people just give up right before something great is going to happen. And it's just such a shame to see that, I think. It, it, it is because it's almost like, you know, the greatness that's within them. And it there's, there's just so many fears in the mind or in, you know, that's standing in their way. And it's, so when you mentioned like they turn around, have you seen that meme um, where the guy's digging for gold or diamonds and he, and he turns around and it's like right past that layer of dirt that he can't see is that pile. Oh of- yeah. Yeah. It's just right there. It's right. It's, it's funny. So that's actually a true story. And it's, it is, it's, it's a true story that um, it was a gold mine and they, they didn't take into consideration the fault line or a, a, like an earthquake. And he was two inches off from finding oh one of the biggest God. gold like veins in history. Um, it was, I mean, it's just crazy. I, where was I at when I found that? Um, I don't, I don't know if it was in Colorado or I, it was somewhere when you find it, I will will send it to you, but it is, it's a true, if there's a true story where it was like, if he would have just gone two extra inches in a different direction, he would, you know, one of the biggest things And it, it, what he sold the town for, he sold the mine for something like super crazy cheap. And it was the biggest producing mine. Found it. It was the worst. I know, but I attribute that to what you just talked about of like, yeah, quitting. You know, and and really, that's the tenacious part that you see um, in people, and that that's available. It's just having that stick with itness, you know, to continue moving forward enough. And so, well, what when we talk about because you've gone from multiple businesses, and there's there's been you know life happening, but then there's been you know changes within those, those companies as well mm-hmm. in your general, like big, big picture of things. What would you say the greatest struggle in businesses that you've had and how did you overcome that? Mm. Wow. <laughs> well, I think the the biggest struggle and it's kind of a daily one is, is managing me. managing my own schedule. You know, I think one of the things that is so appealing with a business like this and that really, you know, drew me into it, I always wanted to still be home with my kids, but I wanted to find something that would complement that, you know, kind of fill my bucket, bring in some money and, but not pull me away from the family. And so this was a great match. And Um, what I've found is that that flexibility sometimes can turn into like, well, that's optional and, um, the basics in your business can't be optional. If you want to be creating a business that's growing and strong or even maintaining it. And so I spend a fair amount of time keeping myself honest on managing myself. You know, I'm a huge believer in, you know, keeping things on my calendar, on my phone, I've got alarms going and reminders. And I have really like a daily method of operation that are non-negotiables that focus around the business, uh, you know, the business basics, the things that are actually going to move the needle, because, you know, I think it can be so easy to be, you know, I actually don't like creating graphics. I have, I outsource that, but like pretend that I do, I could be getting all creative and creating graphics all day long. But like at the end of the day, that isn't directly growing my business, right? Like I would be better off getting into conversation with, you know, 20 people authentically 
um, and finding out what's important to them versus to create, you know, creating a graphic kind of thing. So that is probably the ongoing challenge. I'm pretty good at it now, you know, but but it is something that I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you got to go do this before you go to the gym or, you know what, before you go transfer the laundry, you're going to do this, you know, kind of thing. So I like that. But it, and it's funny because you're not the first person that has said that at all. And I think that that's something, again, people like I get caught up in that as well. And, I, you know, it's, it is hard. And I think people that are listening, you know, I hope that you have they've repeatedly heard time management, making sure that you're moving your business forward. Is this serving me in my business or is this something that I can put on the bottom and then do what needs to be done first? And so exactly, exactly. I think that, you know, oftentimes we can fall into the habit of overcomplicating things, you know, like if your company has a success plan maybe it's in checklist form. I mean, I don't know if they've got a success plan and you can see people all around you that are having success working that plan, then there's no reason to recreate it, you know? So, you know, trust the systems duplication is, you know, money in the bag, like just do the daily do, um, and figure out what you need to have in place to be able to make that happen, you know? Um, because I think it's just so easy for us to get distracted. And oftentimes the things that are the most important are the things that we want to avoid, <laughs> you know, because it feels a little vulnerable or it's a little uncomfortable, or maybe it's a skill you're growing, you know? And so chances are the things you're avoiding are probably things that you should do for first thing in the morning, get the coffee and then just get it done kind of thing. Yeah. I, li- I like that. And I heard something else too, that I thought was really cool was you know, and, and this might be for, for some of the newer listeners or people that are feeling like they're stuck is like, don't let your why become your excuse, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I mean this in the nicest way, but I hear a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, now we can run our businesses on these little things here, but you know, the detriment to that though, is also you, it goes everywhere with you, you know? And so sometimes people will say, well, I, I'm, I, I'm taking all this time away from my children and the goal is to spend more time with my children. So it's almost like having those priorities and those boundaries set. So that way it's like, no, this is mom's work. Mom's doing this now. And, but then knowing when to set it down, but also realizing like you're doing this for them to have the time. So don't make that excuse. Totally agree. Yeah. I think it's, and that can be so hard for people, you know, like, I've always been really blessed in that my husband is just always, he's just on board, you know, and he is pretty hands-on. He's happy to step in. But sometimes for me, like, even though he's willing to step in, it's like, I kind of want to be the one doing that, you know? So I think we can end up with this like guilt thing going on. But, um, I remember, especially our kids are older now, but when they were younger and I was really growing my first, you know, six figure income type business, you know, like I was really, I was working it. I was doing a daily DMO and I was really working it. And, um, I remember telling the kids like, Hey, you know, I'm going to be doing this from this time to this time. And once I'm done, we're going to go do this, you know, or, I'm doing this so that I can be at all the games and the, you know, and then we're going to be able to take the extra vacation or whatever, you know? And so 
it was really um, helpful to me to make them kind of part of the goal, you know, like the fun part of it. And also, I think it really taught them that, you know, if you're willing to work hard and stick to a plan, you can kind of have it all, you know, like they loved having me home, but they also liked some of the extras that came with me having a business. So it was like, okay, if she's got to be, you know, doing whatever for the next hour, then that kind of works out great for all of us, you know? Well, yeah. And, and communicating that with them, like you said, is like, Hey, I'm doing this so that we can go on this trip so that we can, you know, have this, whatever it is extra. And I think that's a big piece that sometimes, you know, um, newer people or people that maybe struggle a little bit, they are afraid to almost talk about it with their significant other or their kids. So it's kind of like this secretive thing, but then they're always on the phone and it becomes this like contention with, within the household. And it's, that's not fun either because, um, I know my husband, he didn't really care for my third business that I did. Cause it was all in home. We were having our babies. They were super young. He was an attorney. I mean, it was just like, it was not fantastic for him. And, you know, yeah. now he's on board 1 million percent, but even, even when I talk about that previous business, he's just like, well, like he kind of twitches a little bit. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, I think yeah. especially, yeah, you took me back, like, you know, kind of that, like home, yeah. in home parties. I mean, it's kind of funny because I love people like, don't get me wrong, but that took a lot of time, you know? And I remember when I was doing that, um, you know, my kids, I'm trying to think, I think like our daughter was probably in elementary and our son was maybe middle school. And what I re- and my husband traveled for work sometimes, but you know, if you're really doing a party plan or whatever, like you're booking dates months out, right. Which is great. Like that's the success plan, but I hated it. Cause then it would be like, Oh my God, my husband like had to be called out for a business trip. And then I had to kind of figure out the kids. And I felt bad about that, you know, even though everybody was all, you know, or somebody has a bad day, you know, like I just found I wanted to be around for that. And so that was kind of another pivot. I was like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to make this party plan online exclusively. Like that's going to work for me. Um, and so I think, you know, that's kind of a little message, I guess, for those of you that are listening too, is that, you know, follow the success plan, but if there's like something that isn't working for you, partner with somebody that's super successful and figure out if you can kind of utilize that plan, but make it work for you a little better, you know, like maybe you've got office hours, you know, or maybe it's like on Tuesday evenings, you know, you're doing whatever for your business and the whole family knows, and you've got dinners all squared away, you know, like this can be flexible. It's just not optional. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I think too, the other piece is, is, um, setting the boundary for yourself around like like you had said, I'm going to be busy from this time to this time and understanding like that. Yes. Mom's going to be doing this. This is her work. This is what she's doing. Cause my kids will be like, she's just playing on her phone. Mom's just get off your phone. And I'm like, no, I'm not like, I'm, I'm actually working. I'm actually doing this. And one of the things that my husband and I chatted about when we first, when I, cause I was very similar. I, it was in home party that, that drove him mad. And so yeah. I was like, I want hundred percent online. Like truly that's what I want. Yeah. And when I found it, we had the discussion that, Hey, like, just because I'm not going out and doing events doesn't mean like, that's what I'm going to be doing here. So if we happen to be driving up to like one of our mountain places or something like that, 
I can still work while you, maybe you drive. It's like, this is going to be my time that I'm doing my hours of my work and just, exactly. like, I'm just not going to an office this time. Like it's so, so under and communicating that with them, that you're still working, you still need to have, have that, you know, designated time allotted and, and, and then bringing them in, like you mentioned, Risa, I think is fantastic because they need, they have to dream too. So when you can include the family into the dreams, you know, they get to be a big piece of it, which is really, yeah. Important. Yeah. And then the reality is like in the beginning, you're going to be, you better have a little dream, you know, because you're, it's, it's going to take a minute probably, you know? So if everybody's kind of, you know, belief is in this, whatever I'm you know, my kids don't go to Disneyland anymore, but let's say like the Disneyland vacation or, you know, going out to dinner on Friday night or, you know, whatever it's, if everybody's believing in that, then they're probably not going to be complaining when you're working towards it, you know, but if you or your family don't know why you're doing this, Mm -hmm. it's going to be really, really easy to just say it doesn't work or kind of bag out on it when, you know, you start to feel uncomfortable, you know, you're learning something new, fear sets in, you get frustrated because it's, it's like life, this business, you know, there's going to be peaks and valleys and vistas and all the things. I love it. And I love that you say, it's just not optional. If you want it to grow, it's these things are not optional. Some of these things, Mm -hmm. just like your work, you go to work. It's not optional. If you're doing the eight to five, exactly. (laughs) You're not like, I'm just going to not show up today. Sorry, boss. Exactly. That doesn't happen. Right. So same thing goes for here. So well, I love that as a general. So now let's get a little more specific and talk more like real time. So what would you say like real time right now is a current challenge that you're facing and how are you, how are you handling that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's really good. So right now, I mean, honestly, right now, time management is like front of mind for me. Our kids just got out of school. Um, our daughter had her last day on Friday. Um, our son just moved home for the summer from college. So he was in California. We're in Washington state and we've been traveling a lot. And so knowing myself, when I get a little out of routine, out of structure, it's easy for things to really start sliding. And so this was like my week to just get fully dialed in on calendar blocking and really, really sticking to my DMO because it was challenging for me to do that. Um, and what my primary focus is sales and recruiting. I mean, that's what I, that's, that's what grows the business. That's how I can help inspire people that I coach and partner with to do the same. And so that kind of leading by example, um, you know, we just had a new kind of launch within our business. So I'm experiencing that today this day one on that. So, you know, I'm kind of doing, I'm just, I'm all in the tub right now, um, and setting myself up for success to do that. Okay. If you're listening right now, do you realize we are in the summer months? So by the time this podcast airs, it's going to be a couple months past. Okay. But when we record this, this is, we're in June, mid June right now. And I want you guys to take this advice that she's not letting her business go, even though it's summertime. And that is one of the biggest detriments that I see for people in our industry is it's, oh, it's summertime. I'm going to let my, my, I'm just going to take a break from my business. Everybody's on vacation. <laughs> it's like, no, stop with the no. excuses. Yeah. Yes. And that's what, and, and I would say, and I know you've seen this as a leader, you know, in the, in the industry is, and I want to point this out. Like if you are brand new or you're stuck, 
your business does not stop because it's June, July, or August. And because mm-hmm. kids are home and because, or it doesn't stop when Christmas break happens or, you know, spring break happens, it functions 24 seven. And when you take your business seriously, as you just heard Risa say, she sat, she's taking this week to get her time blocking down and dialed in because she's got an entire summer of business to still run. And it, just because there's a shift that's happened in life that means her other, her business life has to shift also. So I, I can't stress and I can't even stress this enough to those of you guys that are new, or maybe you're stuck, really look at what is your priority in your business? And are you treating it like a priority in order for it to be successful? Or are you saying, oh, well, I'm just going to go off Facebook for a couple months and my business will still be here. Your business will still be there. Your customers may not. Exactly. You're going to go shop with somebody else. And yeah. so that's, you know, oh, I love that you said that because I just, I see it so often. Oh, for sure. You know, and I think that like whenever, like everybody is kind of a trigger word for me, <laughs> like people that know me well, it's like, no, everybody is like, Q, I'm putting out a bunch of assumptions and maybe I'm fearful or kind of making yeah. mistakes, but I think it's also super important to say that working your business consistently in the summer months over the holidays. I mean, honestly, like I'm sure Katie, you and I could come up with like pretty much every month, something's going on that could be like, yeah, not convenient, you know, or whatever. So, you know, but if you just figure out how to make it work for you and your family, Mm-hmm. Well, the summer months or, you know, it really doesn't matter. It's just a matter of like, okay, this is the time that I've got allotted. This is where I'm going as far as my goal. Now, how am I going to kind of work this in to my life? You know, and for, you know, a lot of people, it might be, okay, I'm going to get up a little earlier, you know, I'm going to, you know, do this or, you know what, the kids are going to be at camp during this time. I'm going to use that as my work time or, you know, it's just shifting things on your calendar. Nothing has to be set in stone, but probably to set up a routine that's going to allow you to get into that kind of flow of consistency, you're going to have to schedule it. Otherwise it's just not going to happen. Yes. 1000%. And I would even say like, I've gotten, um, the other, well, or if you're at that point where you're like, Cause I don't like to create content either. I delegate that out, but if you're, at that, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. if you're at that point and you know, Hey, I don't like to do this. This is not something that lights me up and you can't, you guys, I, there are assistants out there. There are very budget friendly. I can't even tell, like, if you need help, please let me, let us know because yeah. we can connect you to, to assistants that can help get things done on a very, very budget friendly, um, you know, financial situation. And I think that if you can say, Hey, I need to plan this out and I can get this, let me plan these out, you know, a couple of weeks in advance, if I'm going to be taking this time off and then it's off your plate, but you're still showing up, that's really important. Or if you have, you know, someone interacting or anything like that, if you can just plan accordingly so that you're still showing up, even when you're not showing up, your business is still going to continue to, to move forward in that sense. And the other piece to Reese's point of getting everything scheduled you guys, it's to the point where I actually, I put in my drive time too, because I have my assistants that go in, like, even with this podcast, I was like, I have to schedule in my drive time. Cause otherwise that gets booked out. Cause I live now out in like Farmville, you know, so it <laughs> takes me a little longer to yeah, get, you need a minute. Yeah. Like, I need, I need to put that in there. Cause that way 
I don't overbook myself and I respect my allotted time that I have. And that goes for everything. It goes for all appointments. It even goes for like grocery shopping. It goes for all the things, you know, that I have to get done. And then you're not running around like that crazy person of like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. And the roller coaster ends up coming into play, right? Yeah. And I think you put a different value on your time. If you have it scheduled, you know, prioritize things, have it scheduled and you treat it like it's a dentist appointment that if you don't show, you know, you're going to get a $50 fee or something, you know? So, um, I really, really believe in that. Well, and I think it just, it makes things so, oh, what do you want more? Not maybe relaxing is what just, yeah, it's, you're so (laughs) much freed. Yeah. Like the mental, like you don't have to remember everything. You don't have to figure it out. It's just, it's right there. All you have to do is just follow the plan, you know? Yes. Yes. And it's just getting into that habit of doing it. I love, I love that, but I, more importantly, you guys, it's your business doesn't stop because it's summer break because it's fall break. Cause it's whatever break you want to put on it. Like you, it just doesn't stop. So you have to treat it like that business. So I just, I love that you had said that. So, um, I want to know what your dream is. What, what's, what's your, hmm, let's see here. How can I word this? I want to know what your big goal is for your business or your big dream that you have for your family is, and how are you keeping that at the forefront of your mind? Oh, that's so good. Gosh, that's like really good. So, um, my goal really is I want to help as many people as possible create a six figure income, you know, and just kind of live life on their terms. So, you know, and by doing that, that's going to allow me and my family that much more freedom. So, you know, we love to travel. Um, we love to spend time in Palm Springs. So, you know, my big, big dream, I guess, would be for us to, you know, have the flexibility and the financial freedom to just offer experiences to, you know, our kids and their families as they grow, you know, and never feel like we're missing out on, you know, creating a memory or time, you know, and that is going to cost some money. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, you know, my husband has a great job. He works full time. And, um, this has been such a nice compliment to that. Like, I know he's loved having me have my network marketing business, um, for so many of the reasons we've already discussed, but, you know, helping him to retire earlier, you know, um, and just kind of all the lessons along the way that it's just teaching our kids, you know, I really, so much of success in this business has been based around that, you know, um, you know, being a good example for them, I guess. I love that. So what are you doing to keep that at the forefront? Do you have, is there a vision board? Is there conversations happening? What does that look like so that you don't let go of that carrot. So that's always, yeah, I like to have quarterly, like kind of my goals. I like to kind of break them down monthly and quarterly and then long-term, you know? So I do like to have kind of an annual financial goal and a growth goal. I don't have a vision board, but I really should because I love, I'm very visual. Mm -hmm. I also like to keep things really tidy. So I'm like looking (laughs) around this room right now, like I swear this is such like a part, a personality flaw. Part of the reason I probably don't have a vision board is because I don't know where I would want to put it in my house. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably put it in the laundry room or something. Like I'm there all the time, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, 
travel and things like that. So kind of how do I hold myself accountable? I have a, a an accountability partner. So I've got a great business, like you know, mentor and coach who's also a dear, dear friend. And, you know, the beauty of that is you can get super vulnerable. Like they know all your inside mm-hmm. stuff, you know? And yeah. so um, that makes it really um, so much easier for me to be just anchored in and also have somebody that's doing the propping and the pulling and sometimes a little kick in the booty, you know, to kind <laughs> yes. of keep going forward. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, that's kind of how I do it, you know? Yeah. I love it. I love, and I'm not going to show you my office right now or my desk because <laughs> like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. Coming together. I it. It's coming together. We just, we moved about a year ago, but it's been a process to get all the things settled and all that stuff. But it is. I know. Me. And well, with COVID, my husband now works from home. So we, I don't have like a closed door office. So I float around a little bit, which actually works just fine. Yeah. Maybe not so great in the summer months. So that's another thing that I'm like <laughs> figuring out. So right now I'm in a corner in my bedroom. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> so. I love it. I love it. Well, but I, I love too, the, the one thing that we haven't heard often, because we hear the vision boards and I hear, you know, post-its and stickies and stuff like that. The accountability partner is one that yeah. is not one that I, we may have heard like one other time, but oh. I love that you brought that up because it is, it, it does give you that, um, that person that just knows you and they know what you're capable of. And they know when you're not showing up, like you yeah. showing up, yeah. that's important. Really, really powerful. And I mean, I have that in my husband, but it's really nice to have it in somebody that's in the business with you, you know, um, mm-hmm. And that you work with really, really closely, I think. So yeah, I love it because, because they know what you're going through. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, so much like same with, yes, they, they only know so much and it's like, yeah, yeah. right alongside. I, I, that's, I love that. I love that you said that. Um, okay. So I want to know for the audience that is brand new or just getting started or, or maybe they're at a pivot point. So this is kind of a broad, I guess, a broad, okay. so new at a pivot point or that stuck feeling, what would be your biggest tip or, or takeaway that you want to share with them? Yeah, I would say, I think it's so powerful to just reach out to someone that is doing what you want to be doing. Meaning like they're at that higher level killing it, you know, or, you know, look at your, your company's like leaderboard, you know, who are the top recruiters? Who are the people that are promoting? Who are the people that are, you know, growing their customer base month over month and don't be shy to reach out to them, you know, and find out what they're doing. Because if you're, if you're actually working the business consistently and doing the success plan and you can see people around you doing the success plan, then chances are you're on the right track. You just need maybe a little mentorship, maybe a little kick in the booty or a pull, you know, but a tweak, Mm -hmm. just, you're probably right there, you know? And I think it's the point when people that, you know, really want this and are clear on why they're doing it and what makes it worth it. They're the ones that are going to keep on and reach out and pivot and tweak But so many people don't know that that's an option or feel like it's just easier to kind of give up. They're not good at it or it doesn't work or people don't want the products or everybody's on vacation or whatever kind of thing. So I guess my piece of advice would be to reach out to somebody that's 
at the level of your like big goal yeah, and find out like, what the heck are they doing? But come ready to tell them what you're doing consistently. Yes. You know, like give them a starting point. And, um, my guess is that they're going to be more than happy to help you. I mean, I actually did that recently, like within the last 60 days myself, um, you know, I reached out to somebody that was just killing it. I mean, I was like, holy cannoli, like what in the world is going on over there? And I just reached, I'd never met her before. We're not on the same team, but I just reached out. I was like, Hey, Michelle, you are like freaking killing it. And like, I want to be you, like you've got a super fan. So I would love to share with you what I'm doing. And like, can you fill in the blanks? Like, what are some things that I could be switching up? And I'll tell you, I chatted with her for about maybe like a week back and forth on messenger. And within two weeks of making the changes that she made, my business completely changed. That's awesome. But had I not done that, I would still be in the space. I was two months ago, yeah. you know, working hard and maybe feeling like something's not quite connecting right now. You know what I mean? Like, what can yeah. I be kind of switching up a little bit? Um, so reach out to somebody and just ask for help. I, I I love that you said that. I think one thing too, is like, be willing to put, be coachable, be willing to be coachable. You know, if you're going to reach to the, to those, to the leaders, you, you know, they're going to ask, what are you doing now? And if you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm posting once a week. Oh, I'm posting every now and then. Oh, I'm on vacation or, you know, like, yeah, I would say, expect them to call you to the table for sure. And then not in a bad way, but definitely if you're going to reach to them, be prepared to do the work, to be coachable, to listen to that constructive criticism Mm -hmm. as constructive and not as like, Hey, oh my gosh, they just, you know, told me I need to do this, this, and this, and this. And it's like, you know, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And yeah. Yeah. I think, and like come with some really good questions to ask too, Mm -hmm. right? Like, some really good pointed questions. Like what are their daily non-negotiables? You know, Mm -hmm. like, do they have a DMO? You know, are they the daily method of operation? You know, like if you're running a business off of social media, like what platform are they on? Why? How often are your, are you posting or how often are you going live? Are you doing stories? Are you doing reels? Are you on TikTok? You know, like really kind of ask questions that are going to drive you to what maybe you're missing, you know, and, um, you know, how many times a week are you posting personal? How many times a week are you doing a post that would maybe lead people to curiosity around your business or your products? Um, how many conversations are you in a day? You know, like, where are you doing those? Um, so having some really good questions, you're going to get what you need. And then it's, and also, you know, it's kind of interesting because I think it will shed light on maybe what you've been avoiding, you know, like, so it's like, okay, like you have to get a little honest with yourself too, and just get into that urgent, urgent action. Like whenever I feel stuck or, you know, anxious in my business or, you know, kind of frustrated or whatever, which like it happens. Right. So I'll just, and actually my husband's really good at it now. He's like, you know what? Just take 10 minutes. Just go do something like 10 minutes. And it's amazing how it can change your entire vibration and energy. And then you can just kind of like, let it all go because you know, you're doing the things that are going to move the needle in your business. Yes. 
I love that. But to your point, like have those be prepared with some things, not just, Hey, Hey, like, tell me your secret. And it's like, it's not, there's not like a one thing. It's it, there's yeah, like, they don't know that what they're doing is special, you know, like, there's this doing doing it. It. yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, like, okay. You know, so I love that you even listed off some of the questions to ask because it's not a bad thing to ask somebody. In fact, it would be a huge compliment because most oh, people totally. don't want to ask them because there's, they're intimidated, you know? Yeah. And so it's kind of like, Ooh, you know, go ask, but be prepared to answer, you know, and, and if you want their help, be coachable and listen to that. And then, and then put it into play. Don't exactly. just it and be like, Oh, she told me this. And then I didn't do anything with it. Like put it into motion. So it can actually work for you. Um, exactly. It's a two-way street, right? Like, yeah. and, and I love that you brought up the coachable part because, you know, you, we can all be told what to do or, you know, but it's a matter of us taking the action. Right. Yeah. And I really do think that like with coaching, it's a very two-way street, you know, you're not being told what to do. It's a collaborative thing to understand what's working, what the opportunities are, what the missing links are and how we can partner together to get you closer to your goal. Yeah. 100%. I love great, great piece of advice. So share with us before we get into our lightning round, where can people find you? What platforms are you on? Where can they find yeah. you on social? Okay. I am mostly on Facebook. So you can find me, my name, Risa Pollock Garrett. Um, I have a private um, wellness group called living well with Risa. That's also on Facebook. And then I am on Instagram with Risa Garrett. No, I'm getting, I'm trying, I'm working on Instagram. I know I, I need to spend more time over there, but I, you know, you got to focus on one platform before you can get better at the others. And then I am experimenting a bit over on TikTok. So okay. I love it. I mean, who would have ever guessed that I would have a TikTok account? Not me. <laughs> No, I think I have like a couple videos and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, okay. It's, it's oh. experimental, but yeah, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You guys. And also too, what we'll do is in our show notes, we'll have, um, we'll put Reese's information in there as well so that you can find it. And, um, if you can just drop that in messenger for me, we'll, we'll add to our show notes. So if you want to connect Great. with her, um, you know, we always encourage our listeners go connect with the guests on this show, because again, they've had success and they've gone through the objections. They've gone through things to be able to have the success on the other, other side. And it's so, the wisdom is so valuable, you know, and let our hindsight be, let, let what we've gone through you know, empower you through. So you don't have to make those mistakes and let us compress that time for you so that you have success faster, you know? And the other piece too, is with this podcast being sponsored by the grit and grace life. Like if you don't know what type of business is the best fit for you in the show notes as well, you're going to find a form that's going to help guide you to figure that out, whether it is direct selling, whether it is brick and mortar, whether, whether it is a, you know, something virtual, whether it's coaching, whether it's affiliate marketing, whatever that looks like for you in different models, you want to be in, you want to find one that's going to fit what you're able to commit to and what is going to work within your life. And there's not one for everybody. So go, go through that work through it. It's going to take you a little bit of time because again, it's really getting into what your passions are and all that kind of stuff. Go fill that out so that we can help get you into the right industry and see you have success as well. So we'll have that in there for you as well, but definitely connect with Risa. She is a, I, I've loved chatting with her today and I, 
And I can tell you, like, she knows the industry very, very well. And she has been in multiple different um, business models within the industry. And so, you know, again, not every direct selling company, it's not cookie cutter. They are very different business models with each company. And so it's really good to have that well-rounded, to be able to talk on that because you can't compare an apple to an orange. You've got to be able to, you know, differentiate between the two. So I love, I love that you have that background as well. Um, Okay. Let's get into our lightning round. Okay. So super, super easy. Okay. What is your favorite book? Okay. Anything Brene Brown. I absolutely, I'm like a massive super fan. I did see you were going to ask. And so um, Daring Greatly is one of my all-time favorites, but I think it's always good to start with like the gifts with of imperfection and kind of work your way because mm-hmm. it definitely, in my opinion, it builds. Yes. And it's, I love the vulnerability piece. Oh, oh so good. I feel like it's probably had one of the biggest impacts in our industry. I totally sharing. I really, really do is her sharing that and it being okay and allowing people to, it, that it's okay to share that piece. It's, it's so powerful. It is. Yeah, I agree. Okay. What is your favorite food? Mm, Okay. Taco just came to mind. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to say a taco, a really good taco. (laughs) I love it. And tomorrow's Tuesday. So yeah, maybe that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I love it. All right. And then how many hours um, do you sleep at night? Oh my gosh, you guys, I am a real sleeper. Like I (laughs) like a lot of sleep. And so it's kind of funny. So I, I really sleep probably eight to 10 hours a night. I know I'm kind of like a baby and I mean, I'm 48 years old. And so it's kind of rude to even say that out loud. Cause I feel like most of my girlfriends are like sleepless nights and all that, but yeah, I, I really am an eight to 10 hour. I mean, I can go on less if I have to, yeah. but my natural is probably like nine, nine to 10. Oh, I am so jealous right now. (laughs) I know. And I can even take a little nap sometimes. Like, I mean, I just am a sleeper, I think. (laughs) Oh man. I love it. Awesome. awesome. (laughs) And then, um, we know you're married. So you're married. How many kids do you have? You have the three, right? Uh, two. Yeah. So, um, we've been married 23 years. Andrew is our oldest. So he will be turning 20 in July. So next month. Um, and then Emily Ann is, uh, 16, but she'll be 17 next month. So I've got a fresh, just finished freshman in college and then just finished sophomore year in high school. Okay. Okay. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Um, okay. And then last one is what's one thing that you would tell your 20 year old self? Oh my gosh, this is so good because our son is turning 20 and, um, I was thinking about this and I think that I would tell myself to go study abroad because I did neither my husband or I did that. And it, it would have been an opportunity, but we were just both. So like in the moment, you know, um, and I really think that's like, I for sure want our kids to do that. I think it's such a unique, unique opportunity. So go study abroad. Ooh, I love that. That's been, did you, did you study abroad? You know what I did? Well, I joined the military. I joined the Marine okay. Corps. So I did travel. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it yes, was yes. a lot of travel, but there was, um, uh, uh, there, it wasn't really on my own free time as well. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 But I love that. Ooh, where would you go? You I mean, I just love Italy. Like, I think that would be such a fun place to do a study abroad and then be able to just kind of travel like around there. 
Oh, that would be cool. My sister's there right now. I know that's on our bucket list. So oh my gosh. It's so our daughter leaves, um, tomorrow, actually she's going to Europe with her grandparents for 10 days, lucky duck. So it's stuff yeah. like that, that I'm like, that is what I, that is my vision. You know, like I want to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my God. You're gonna have to wiggle your way into a suitcase. I know. I know. I'm, I'm like, I'm so excited for you. I'm going to be living vicariously as you're like, you know, yes. sailing the Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah. mm, that yeah. is definitely in. Uh, yes. It's going to happen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. And that's a great tip. I just go out and have fun and experience life. Oh, for so sure. many lessons in just life that you don't learn in school. Yeah, exactly. Oh, very cool. Well, this has been an awesome episode. I have loved getting to chat with you. I've loved the knowledge you guys. I mean, if you don't have notes, I mean, I have little notes over here that I've been taking mm. and everything like that. And again, go connect with Risa because this knowledge is you guys, it is priceless when you can get top leaders that are going to share wisdom with you. You want to be in the room. You want to posture yourself with those people, because again, they think differently. They show up differently. They, um, they rise together. You want to surround yourself with successful people because they bring each other up. And so I encourage you to connect with our guests on this show. So thank you so much, Risa, for an a, a amazing episode. And I hope oh, we with you. It is loved it. Thank you. I just so appreciate it. It's so fun to connect. It was you guys. And if you guys until next week, I hope you make um, well, by the time this comes out, I hope your summer was successful. I hope it was, you know, packed with energy. And because this is coming out in August, set your fall up, you guys just set your fall up. So I'm going to preface this with fall break. Your business doesn't stop. Thanksgiving break. Your business doesn't stop Christmas break. It doesn't stop. So take the advice that Risa gave you and apply it to any month that you have coming in. It was just fantastic. So um, until next week, you guys have a fantastic um, business week and we will see you guys next week for another episode. Thank you guys. Bye.